Nutrition has to be one of the most confusing topics there is out there for people because there's so much misleading information and I feel like so many people feel like they have a position or authority to speak about nutrition just because they ate with a fork or they took one nutrition course like 101 back in high school, undergrad, or it's like they've done this and this is what's worked for them and they go around just preaching it or they were just genetically um, or just they just look good. Someone that just looks good, and then they just go and say, this is the way how to do it. Um, whether the information is right or wrong comes down to actually the nuances of what the thing actually is. And But there's so much information, good and bad information out there. And very there's a lot more noise than actual good signal from people who are not very qualified to talk about nutrition or in a way that's actually helpful or even evidence-based to people, but instead just... There's a lot of noise compared to the people who do have nutritional science backgrounds or clinical experience with it or et cetera, et cetera, um, that are putting out enough signal into out there. And so, yeah, I'm going to talk about this episode is more so like how can you can actually eat the right way without ask without getting too caught up in everything. And if you don't know me, I have my both bachelor's and master's in exercise physiology. And so my background is heavily in energy systems, metabolism, exercise, since they are not mutually exclusive. But once you start learning a lot of the biochemistry underneath, then the actual application to it makes a lot of sense. So from that, my education standpoint, I've taken a lot of higher level type of nutrition classes, individual biochemistry classes, and then just how they go into effect when you actually use them in exercise. And then also from all the different people I have worked with across the spectrum as well as myself from me training and competing in various um, athletic endeavors and all that stuff. But this is not about me waffling on about myself. It's more so trying to give you a little bit more of context to who I am talking about this stuff. And so when it comes to nutrition, what are the big things should we actually be asking about? Because people come from a lot of angles and asking questions. And I feel like majority of the questions that are being asked are the questions are fine. There's nothing wrong with them, wrong with them themselves, but it's that if I give an answer, it's going to mean absolutely zero to you. And most questions are being asked more from a tactical perspective, and questions that are more so. It's like, hey, if you were on like a, if we were, this was like a like a video game. You're asking more so like a level ten question rather than asking questions that are more global, sticking to principles that are actually foundational and that serve majority of people that it's actually going to help give you the tools to carry you along your lifespan and your health span to be something that's realistic, sustainable, and actually enjoyable, and that makes sense. That's the big thing here. It needs to actually make sense than just getting tactical about things of like, this is how I absolutely do it, and this is how you should do it too, since we are all very individual, and so our own nutritional approach should be quite individual to ourselves, but there are big overarching principles and themes that you can fall back on that makes sense. Otherwise, it just doesn't. And if you're ever asking anybody for advice, and if one of the first few things they say within the first couple minutes is directed towards a supplement or any type of the words like detox or anything around that stuff and not more towards principles, definitely start tuning them out and not listening to them very much just because it's going towards that direction, especially if they're going to try and sell you like right away too. Um, 
But okay, so big thing, the first thing that you should worry about, um, the question you should be asking is just how much energy you are consuming. So energy, um, calories, is interchangeable terms that's definitely within the um, literature and just that scientific jargon but whenever you see the word energy or calories they're interchangeable words so just think energy and calories highly influence your weight so if you consume more than what your current state needs then it's going to go it's gonna um, you are going to add on more weight and vice versa. If you consume less than what your body requires, then you are going to be losing more. Now, again, that's from a very simplistic view on energy balance and caloric needs, but that's just like right there to understand the overarching goal when it comes to just specifically your weight management, it comes to, from calories. Now, your health and stuff like that or body composition as a whole, yes, that's going to shape and be molded and affect a little differently when it comes to the macronutrients, so your protein, carbs, and fats, and then also more of your micronutrients like your vitamins, minerals, as well as like fiber. And without getting too overwhelmed with everything, if I were you, the first thing I would look at is just look at your food quality. Just look at the type of things that you are even consuming. I don't really care if they don't worry too much about your frequency of meals. If you should have one meal, two meals, three meals, seven meals, even up to 14 meals a day. There's been research on that where as long as energy balance um, is equated, you're good. The, the weight is about the same. Um, now, that's just that one context right there. But to start things off to not overwhelm you, just look at food quality. People generally all know what we should be eating um, and there's not a lack of information out there, but you can typically know, hey, I should probably get a little more protein. Hey, I should probably get a little more things that have been more grown or from an animal just because if you can just listen to yourself and be aware of how your gut feels, how your stomach feels after you eat, you can tell a difference between when you are eating things more from a plant or from a fruit or from a fish or from an animal product and something that you made at home, you feel t typically pretty pretty good. And then you compare that to something that you that, that is hyper-processed uh, and that is um, extremely fried or greasy or that you just bought for more of like a restaurant that's like a more like a low tier almost fast food uh, joint you uh, you notice how you feel after eating that compared to the uh, compared to the other right so just focus on quality right? that's the first thing not even reading too much about food level labels or anything like that just eat more things that are like potatoes veggies fruits meats fish things like that of course if eat in a way that is within your preferences and religious views depending on who you are that's listening but sticking to just quality first gets you it, it helps you move the needle pretty far and does pay off a lot and helps with a lot of your health factors and things like that too and so just by doing that, you're already going to get more protein and you're already going to be getting a lot more fiber in a lot more uh, nutrients dense foods because a lot of those calories actually are filled with more of those nutrients. And so you're going to be getting a lot more things out of it from the fiber from the um, for the macros and then you'll already be improving your health and you'll be getting fuller fuller quicker from the protein from the fiber from the veggies from the fruits and which are which will ultimately 
lower your total caloric intake since the calorie caloric amount of those foods are going to be lower compared to something by say you go get a combo meal from mcdonald's with a fries and a and a burger and things like that just the volume changes are going to be very different looks like it's you're eating a lot of food but the caloric densis, density of it's going to be quite uh, lower compared to the adjacent which is like that McDonald's analogy that I just shared is it going to be something like smaller in like a volume size, but calorically it's going to be a lot higher just because it's so condensed, but it's going to be empty calories, not as much of those vitamins and minerals, the proteins and the fiber, things like that. That's going to help keep you, that's just going to help you from health, from body composition, from everything across the board. And so by just improving your food quality, you are already taking leaps and bounds. Okay, next thing you can worry about is maybe protein. Protein, um, once you consume a protein from animal, fish, dairy, plant-based, whatever, um, the protein, when it gets broken down to its smallest form, it's gonna be those amino acids. And yes, most of us probably understand that amino acids is really important for building muscle mass, yes. And you're having more muscle is very advantageous and really important for you from not just a aesthetic perspective, but very much from a health perspective. Also, since it's the main storage site for glucose disposal for carbohydrates to get shuttled into, but then also the amino acids, it plays a role in basically everything that makes up you from your neurotransmitters, from your uh, hormonal systems, your endocrine system, from just your muscles contracting, from your hair, from your fingernails to grow, just from different chemical reactions underneath you. Basically, everything that makes up you is derived from an amino acid in some shape, way, or form. And so ingesting more protein is going to be very advantageous for all of those type of factors. Now, moving out of that, it's getting more fiber in. So fiber, getting that from either, uh, sorry, I was, uh, words here, but getting more fiber in from like something like whole grains, something like potatoes, something from like veggies, like leafy greens, something from like fruit, just different types of fiber from soluble and insoluble fibers are going to help you a whole lot from a health perspective, from a gut health perspective overall. Um, and then just helps, it will also help you keep you fuller longer as well. If you only focus on those two big things right there, like actually taking a step back, if you just start everything with like, okay, food quality, what can I focus on? Increasing your protein amount um, and then also increasing your fiber intake as well. Both of those two principles is going to get you very, very far. And then everything else is going to play itself out. And then just you have to give it time. And so definitely focusing on that. And then definitely next thing is like your carbohydrates, which will get a lot from the fiber. Um, from more of the, those complex ones and the simple ones, the complex ones just think you digest those a little bit slower. And when it comes to simple carbohydrates, you will just digest those faster. So those are not neither good or bad, but they do like say Greek yogurt or that's the first thing I can think of, but something like that, that just digests a lot faster can be used in the context of like for you to go work out, easy digesting quickly so you can have quick energy to go work out. So things like that. So just getting more fiber, dense, whole grains, food, rich foods. Um, 
will definitely be really helpful there. And then the next thing is just like fats, just the type of fats that you are ingesting. So just don't be too crazy or anything about fats, but just try to lean, swing the pendulum more towards things like from fats like omega-3s, omega-6s, from like fish, from avocados, from almonds, different nuts, things like that. Instead of um, things that are super high saturated fats or more greasy fry type of stuff because too much of those, that type of stuff, there's not as much of the good nutrients dense part. It's more of so of those higher fat levels and extreme like ingesting a lot of those um, for over a long period of times isn't going to be the best thing just because then you're going to be knocking on the door of cardiovascular health, um, having a little more issues concerned with that if those levels are too high, too chronically for a long time. Ingesting two foods that are ultra processed, um, hyper calorically dense, and some of those like really high saturated fat levels, really extremely high sodium levels, um, especially if you are not a very active person. But sodium is not bad by any means, um, but just be conscious of foods that's like, say you go get a pizza, you go get a burger somewhere, you go get fries. Um, eating that, those type of fried greasy foods all the time definitely is going to, you're going to be increasing a lot of those levels, but having them here and there it's completely okay, especially if you are being very fluid of things and tipping the scale more towards um, things that are more grown, more nutrient-dense, things like that. You are moving a whole lot more. Then everything shakes out just fine. You can handle those and you can enjoy life with those type of foods too because I still eat them and they're still awesome and you should enjoy them too. So... If I were you, this would be a really good way for you to approach your nutrition if you know absolutely nothing. And it does help give you a lot of, it gives you a lot of principles to fall back on here. And so, yeah, pulling this back out, focus on the quality, okay? Next, then just focus on getting in enough protein and enough uh, fiber into your diet. Okay. Then look at your total calories, especially if you are very conscious about your weight and then just focus on that. Then if you want to focus in on the next level of like how much carbohydrates, how much, how much fats, things like that, then you can go down that, that, uh, that way and get more, uh, detailed and meticulous as you go forward. Um, but I hope that was really helpful there. Um, again, it's just principles. It's just how can you kind of fall on things that's going to help you and serve you and it's flexible, sustainable, realistic to you. It's going to make sense as you move through different stages of life because these type of principles actually make a lot more sense and help you depending on, say, you are a student right now going through college and just trying to make it through. You're like, what things should I get? Looking at those type of things, it's like, okay, I should probably get, get a little more of this, a little more of that fix it, make, make it within my budget. Cool. So you move on to that stage. You are now uh, an adult, a young professional and in your twenties and thirties navigating through that. Oh, those principles help out too. Oh, okay. You move on to the next stage. Say you have a family, you have a kid or a couple of kids, boom, you kind of have a way to, um, this principles to lean on, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Instead of me just telling you specifically exactly what you gotta do, what supplements you have to buy and things like that because your food is your medicine. Your food is the thing that's supposed to help you and you can use apps like Chronometer or like Macro Factor and things like that 
to help you log everything and, and understanding how much food you should be eating. And some of those food tracking apps like Chronometer is a really good one. It's a free app, but there's also a paid version, but the free one works just fine. If you want to know how, what type of supplements that you should be taking and stuff, take supplements that are actually, that you are actually deficient in. Um, say you go through a blood work route, right? And then you can kind of see where you're deficient from that level. But say if you don't have the funds or the means to do that at the very, at this very moment, just track your nutrition um, record everything for about two weeks and then you'll be able to see oh okay I'm lower in my calcium oh I am lower in my magnesium levels oh I'm lower in my omega threes and etc and then you can see the gaps already in your normal diet what's consistent because you'll be recording what you consistently eat and it'll show you where your gaps are and then from that perspective then you can intentionally and strategically go uh get whatever individual supplement you need to help increase those levels, take them for a while and see those levels bring up. And that right there just makes a whole lot of sense. So hope this was helpful guys. Um, I don't know if you have any questions I can um, add, add on to this, but I'll see you guys in the next one.